1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile
0: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: They say that the D minor is the most depressed chord, the darkest chord. Really? Of all the chords, yeah. Because today on the Quartercast, cast, we're going to be doing something a little different. We're going to be talking about the Google Graveyard. It's actually graveyard by Google. It's its own product. But <laughs> it, okay, if you could guess, how many products do you think Google has killed over time? Is it like thirty, five, five hundred? Like I know what scale a of product? That's the
3: thing. Like a product that has been like adopted by a million people and like heavily marketed and like is a, I say a product
4: is something that they have rolled out with the intention of people using it. It's mm-hmm. got branding behind it. It's got uh, a finished sort of execution behind it. Um, yeah, maybe some patents I do I have no idea how many patents Google holds, but yeah, that's what I would consider be some a product. People, you know,
2: they, they sat down at Google, they were paid by Google or one of its subsidiaries. And those people said, Hey, this should be a product.
1: hmm. I
2: would guess... And they and they, and they made it. I'm going to guess like in 25. Really? Yeah. I, wow. Interesting. I don't know
4: how many products have died, but I have a feeling it's in the hundreds. Well, here's the thing.
3: In terms of like big products that we recognize, I'm going to say like 25. I'm sure there's Let's like...
1: Say-
3: yeah. From a corporate standpoint, I bet you there's like thousands.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh you hear
2: anything now hmm. alright well in the meantime Ren this song's for you is it wise <laughs> men say <laughs> only fools rush in <laughs> but I can falling in love with
4: you. <laughs> I'm glad you targeted this specifically at me, Jake.
2: <laughs> you're, yeah, you're welcome. I thought you would enjoy it the most. I was enthralled. Okay,
4: good. But despite the distraction of the tech problem going on currently, um, no solution yet? so where we look like
0: Justin Hmm.
2: Is it the cloud lifter? Now what's up? Check.
0: Hi, check. Hello.
2: Yeah, Yeah, you just had to tap it. That was that was the thing.
0: (laughs) I'm just gonna tap everything if it doesn't work. The tap method, just like hey.
2: No, we're, we we don't cut anymore, guys. What you just saw is a real moment. That's how sometimes technology works. Um, sometimes it janks out on you, but all it needs is a little tap sometimes. You just got to, you know, encourage <laughs> Doby to, to to get out of there. You got to shush him out.
1: Mm, get yeah. out of here,
2: Dobie. So we're talking about Google products. We're talking about how many they've killed over time. Jordan, what say you? How many Google products do you think that Google has killed over time?
0: I'm going to say... 18614. Whoa. 18, okay, I know it's 000. less than that. Good <laughs> I'm just going to say a lot of people fail with their business plans. That's like
4: that that's more days. If you release a product a day, that is way more days than the company has existed. Yeah. If the company has existed for 25 years, that's like Approximately two products a day, every single day.
0: But there's some really no optimistic people off. out there that are making some crazy businesses, and they're failing.
4: Dude, what about when the products start making their own products? That's when you can start seeing those numbers. Oh, you mean products, like Apple making
2: <laughs> products? All right. Well, I'm, I'm actually to- curious.
4: Uh, so, before you give that answer, I'm wondering yeah. if maybe we should give an example of what we think is the most give. Uh, All four of us, we should give one example of a product that we know of from Google that has failed.
1: I'll start (laughs) with the
2: easiest one. Google Plus. (laughs) Oh, I I didn't think you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say something else. Remember when Google was like,
4: hey, we should have a social media platform too. Google Plus. Remember
2: when they mandated that you couldn't have a YouTube account unless you had a Google Plus account? There
4: was like a few years there where you couldn't make a YouTube account. You could only make a Google Plus account.
2: Yeah.
3: Is it too early in this podcast to go on a quick rant? Uh no it's it's never too it's never too early (laughs) in the corridor cast to go on a rant what the heck is like multi-billion dollar companies just making copies of other things that already exist to try to do it better stop that stop crushing the people that are doing cool innovative things go out there and make your own new idea stop just duplicating what somebody else did crushing the competition and then crapping the bed and killing the thing that you made shortly afterwards thereby killing both versions yeah. Stop it! If you have billions of dollars, yeah. go do something new that hasn't been done yet, rather than doing something else that someone else already did. Just because you want to steal their users. Okay, I'm done.
4: Since the beginning <gasps> of time, are, is there anything specific you're referring to here?
3: I was actually scrolling through this list of things Google killed, and just like thing after thing after thing, is Google trying to launch something to be a competitor with someone something that's already there, it not getting adopted, then Google's going eh and killing it. Like there is like a bunch of like you know like next door, like the thing for neighbors, you know, like where you can like it's a social media yeah. for neighbors they have yeah. like five versions of that. It's like clearly they're trying to just eat some of next door's lunch and get into that space <laughs> so they can do stuff. And of course every single one of them is dead. Like Google killed each one. But like it goes on from there with like various like other cool features or apps or things that like are somebody else is already doing it and has an audience and Google trying to replicate it, which is very similar to the model of Microsoft in the year from the year 2000 to 2010. Microsoft is doing the exact same thing with their Zooms. And their Windows phones I had a Zoom. and all that kind of stuff. I really I liked the it. Xbox was like the first of that big step, you know. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Fair play. So it's like, stop just spending money to do what somebody else is already doing, and like, why don't you try to fix some problems or things that need fixing rather than just doubling up on something that somebody else is already putting the time and money <laughs> on it?
0: Hey, all right, this is a video Salty idea. Take, Nico. We take someone whose idea got stolen and we revive it. And that's a video right there. Wait, here's <laughs> an
2: idea. Here's an idea. We take some of Corridor Digital's work and then we post it on TikTok.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean Ren's Render that's just going crazy all over the place? Have you heard about yeah. any
2: of that, Jake? The,
0: the My TikTok? Yeah.
2: I, last I heard it had 80 million views on TikTok. It's,
4: it's probably going to cross 100 million before the end of the day. <laughs> Is this a Gangnam style of TikTok? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm talking with people and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, that kind of happens," like, but T-O-K like K-I-N-G? also not at the same time. Like this sort of thing only happens on the entire platform once a week. Huh. Mm. Nice. So we got you to be the person of the week. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, maybe. Again, I know so little about TikTok. Again, I put this video up of the satisfying render on a whim. I just threw it up on TikTok, and just because, whatever, fine sure sure he, uh, i had friends who were heckling me to do it and i was like fine um not expecting anything in return and now over the course of the last three days i have gained five hundred and fifty thousand followers on tiktok which is more <laughs> than all of my other followings <laughs> combined
2: <laughs> something that all i that. just
4: did on a whim why not sure
2: yeah. we kind of need to do something with that i feel like it's <laughs> mandatory at this point
0: people don't even believe what it's him
2: do? yeah people are like why don't you credit the original <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like,
4: I feel flattered because it's like, at least You're they're literally they're the guy remnants. that. Like, made hey, it. hey, come on. Yeah. You uh, show some respect to Corda. Don't steal their work. And it's like, obviously, they just don't know that it's me who uploaded the video. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, it's like our
0: TikTok, too. People are like, our TikTok has gotten taken down like five times Our a week t- Yeah. They the Corda us so I'm like, I don't know what else to do.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, that's a little bit more confusing and, and frustrating. Um, uh, You think
3: people are analyzing that account?
4: (laughs) No, sorry. (laughs) Apparently it is a lot of just human error. Anytime like a video gets taken down or whatnot, you can fight back and usually get it put back up. I have a friend who works at a TikTok influencer uh, management company, I think. And she's currently helping us get stuff reinstated. So she helped us get the Corridor account reinstated over the weekend. Uh, Hopefully we'll get us verified so that this doesn't happen again. It's well, nothing. you know, very they nice of still
0: her. never put up the Aaron versus the Colossal Titan because they labeled it as nudity.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no one looks at Attack on Titan and like thinks, "Oh, this is hot." Like, no. <laughs> It's
4: <laughs> definitely Titans it's like hot. <laughs> it's it's definitely kind of playing on the idea that these For are sure. naked people, but the fact that they're not it kind of just
2: goes over their heads at TikTok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's got to be all algorithm stuff.
4: Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I think someone tripped it, and you can fight back, but it's someone intentionally doing it. Yeah. But it might be algorithm. I mean, for something like the Attack on Titan nudity thing, that seems a little bit more algorithmic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because
0: we, we uploaded three Attack on Titans, and mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be multiple submissions of someone being like, no, this is nudity, this is nudity. This is-. I think it's like after a certain amount, they go ahead and take it down, and yeah. then a human analyzes it. And they're like, yeah, we reviewed it, and we decided it's nudity. Right. I yeah. think that that's what happens.
2: I have so many... Boundaries and complications with TikTok in general. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where to begin.
3: Yeah. But, well let's let's not and let's stick to the, the topic at hand. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we've got a very special sponsor today. It's story blocks. Once again, that's story blocks. So let me tell you all about them, kid. So, ReBlox is your one-stop shop for all of your stock asset needs. They've got high-quality 4 B D-roll, audio images, music, After Effects, motion graphics, templates, and more. constantly updating their library, which is great if you need to put something in a video and you don't want to get that b-roll on your own. They have an unlimited all-access plan. You can use it however you want, wherever you want, whenever you want, it's royalty-free. It's another creative tool in our creative toolkit, and that's why we like it. So if you want to join me, head on over to storyblocks.com corridorcast. That's storyblocks.com slash corridorcast. We'll see you over there. Now, back to the episode. Google okay, Wave. wait, wait, wait. I'm announcing Google, Google Wave Google. is my thing.
3: Why Google don't you Wave? buy
2: TikTok Whoa. and then kill it? Oh, they're, already doing what, their YouTube
3: Shorts. they're already doing what I just explained. They're already launching their own version called YouTube Shorts, which is them just trying to do what TikTok has already done successfully, and they're not going to do it as well, and they'll they kill did. it in about two years. Or they won't, That's and it's going to cheapen the platform in general, turning it into a weird half TikTok, half YouTube. Sorry. Uh, Google Wave <laughs> is my product that I loved, <laughs> and they killed it when I was in the process of using it, so... <laughs> If, yeah. I, if okay, you've come remind, to the place for salty Nico is. tech takes,
2: <laughs> you found it.
3: Google Wave was uh, the precursor to Google Docs. It's basically it combined uh Gmail, Discord, and Google Docs into one kind of cohesive platform. Basically imagine a real-time like forum or like Reddit thread where you as people are writing, you can see the writing happening, just like on Google Docs, like it's real time writing. And you can do like comment threads within themselves or have like one long email chain basically where people are leaving posts up. But basically just like a hyper dynamic, and living communication document. So, like, if you were, say, like, we are using it for productions, where you'd be like, you know, like, okay, locations, and we have, like, a, a topic, location scouts, and at the top, you like, you know, here's what we're doing, locations we need. So maybe somebody makes a reply underneath that with questions. Maybe somebody answers those questions underneath, and then you keep going in, and you keep adjusting those comments there as you update with the things that you're finding. So it's like, you're updating cells in and of themselves with new information, but you're also creating like a, a message thread, almost like an email thread kind of thing going on. But it's also living within like topics as if it was on a forum. It's basically just Google going, like, you know, what's a way we can have people communicate with each other? Is the precursor to like the Slack, you know, the Slacks mm. of the world. And Slack, honestly, at this stage is just Discord with a corporate friendly skin. Um, so yeah it was really nice and we were like legitimately using it actively using it for like planning our videos and doing like productions and stuff like that and google's like oh we're done <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that was that so it, it, google wave later known as apache wave is a discounted software framework for real-time collaborating collaborative editing online
1: hmm wow
2: <laughs> Did you use it when it was Apache wave, Nico, or when nope. it, only when it was Google? So they a-
3: bought it from Apache, then... <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: yeah, I that was they... it. Yeah, I don't know if they bought it from... Yeah, developers, Apache software, yeah. They,
3: they probably... I wonder if they bought Apache because they liked the real-time text stuff. Let's and they're like, we out. want to implement that in other things.
4: Usually, I think that's what happens a lot of the time with yeah. big like corporate buyouts is like, they don't want the product they just want some of the the infrastructure sure. behind the product and potentially patents like maybe yeah, they patented the like the
3: real-time typing because it's really cool in google docs and somebody's writing and you can see literally letter by letter mm-hmm. they're writing appearing. yeah
2: it is not it was not bought by google oh really yeah it's uh it's currently a small cap um 501c oh, organization actually
3: they spun it off into its separate company
2: no, it was always a separate company. It's an American nonprofit corporation.
4: Then what's it's Google ways? number
2: of they must have Google bought. I think Google bought it from them. Here, let's find out. Let's find out more, guys. <laughs> Jake, we're live. I know <laughs> we
3: can't. We can't be sitting here just googling. Yeah, this welcome to this podcast. Welcome it's to a research podcast. Research.
4: <laughs> Jordan, do you have any companies that, or sorry, any products from Google that you might remember from back in the day? Mm, back in the day. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we um, can look at that list. Do you, did you share that list somewhere, Jake? Yeah, it's on the oh, Discord. Oh, there's a
0: list. <laughs> yeah, did, here. you I'm
4: can't
3: sure. think of any products that Google killed.
0: That Google has killed, like <clears throat> right, Google Glass. Well, I'll go. Or... I'll go in the
2: meantime. Yeah, <laughs> you it go. that out. Uh, or Pixel Google Glass, Books, or... guys. Oh yeah, Google Glass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, the tried and true classic. Everyone thought it was going to be the new new. Everyone, I mean, thought did that... oh. did
4: people really think that was going to be like the new new thing? Some people like, did. did.
2: Some people thought that was going to be the thing, and then, yeah. and then I remember Brandon got a pair. It wasn't Brandon;
4: and... it was one of his employees.
2: Okay, so, yeah, because that was the one I tried. It was
4: there. was the one over there? Yeah, was it? Kevin? And, and immediately
2: Maybe. you realized it was not going to be the next
1: smooth <laughs> thing. But well, here's
4: the thing: it's like I, I still actually believe Google Glass was just ahead of its time. You know, it's like we're starting to see some of the functionality that they were dreaming up come into fruition today with like the Google. Sorry, the snap spectacles that Mm -hmm. they got and i imagine in another 10 years you know see-through displays that are built in the glasses are just going to be fairly regular perhaps still expensive
3: and not common but you know they won't be rare i think the biggest realization that i had when donning both the google glass and the hololens was that the tech is super cool but if you don't have any software worth running then the tech is immediately useless And Google Glass was kind of that thing where it's like, Google Glass in theory theory is really cool. Like Mm -hmm. having a heads-up display that tells you cool things happening in your life and you suddenly realize that like, oh, interfacing with it is really hard and it really can't do very much. And it really just tells me the time and the weather. I don't really want to wear something for that. You (laughs) know, It'd be cool if it could like analyze what I'm looking at and like – or, you know, like, like an example you people give is like, oh, you're a tourist, you're in France, you're looking at the Eiffel Tower, you hold up your phone and it highlights different things and tells you about them. That would be rad. Somebody needs to go make the software. You know, it's like it's not a hardware thing. It's a software thing. Like the hardware is almost trivial. It's it's putting all the, the work into the software. that's like hard. Or like another great example is, you know, how great would it be if when you buy your furniture from Ikea... Instead of having a paper manual, you whip out your phone and you point it at the things, and it just shows you: here's the box, here's where that screw goes mm. here, and it draws lines and it, you know, literally like paints it in front of you as you're pointing it at the objects. Mm. That would Nico, be awesome. They,
2: Nico, they give you a piece of paper <laughs> that's a lot cheaper that you can just find. exactly.
3: It's the <laughs> software that. that matters. They're I mean, the
0: worst.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing with VR headsets right now. Like the Quest Two is an amazing headset, but if you don't have good games worth running on it, like who cares if you have a great VR headset? You need to have cool software.
4: I mean, okay, I think here- that's a big reason why iPhones started exploding after the App Store was released. You know, mm-hmm. it was like once you actually have this open API for everyone to develop for, and and you can consume different types of programs on it, it, it explodes. It's the main. Isn't that the main reason why? Uh, no, it's, it's a slightly different reason. I was thinking why Microsoft started exploding back in the 80s and 90s and just completely overtook Apple, but that was because Microsoft was more of a, uh, an operating system company yeah, they got in. They
2: got in, in all the all the PCs. That's they right. didn't. Yeah.
3: They didn't limit limit DOS and Windows to just one hardware brand, which is what Apple was doing. Yeah. Hey, uh do you guys think Apple is justified in taking thirty percent of everything going through the App Store, and also justified in not letting you install any other software unless it goes to the App Store?
2: I mean, those are again, two questions. First I'm, off, <laughs> I'm conflicted about that. I I don't think I don't think they should. But if you're asking me, like. Can they? You know, <laughs> no. That, I didn't ask like, you. Can obviously they, I, of obviously of they can, and, and I can there's do, nothing I can do. Anything I want. Wrong
3: I could kick out that window. I could break that light. But <laughs> no, should I, know, I? But
2: I'm, I'm saying <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm saying it's not illegal. Obviously. I, well,
3: yeah. But should they? Who? Nobody cares. If the answer is to can they? We all care what the answer is to should they.
2: Well, okay. I, I think
4: it's it's kind of complicated because I think we actually talked about this recently about the whole epic uh, Apple thing. Yeah, but like we touched on it. <sighs> Thirty percent is already pretty steep, but you know what? Fine. It's, it's this whole platform. Fine. Yeah, it's a little bit monopolistic because they've got a you know, billions of devices out there, and they do, can only use this one store. Do you think but,
3: basing their cut on percentage, which is an arbitrary number, versus an actual cost, is kind of so? BS. That's where I'm getting.
4: It's like <laughs> it, if we're talking like just straight up sales through the app store. You know what? Fine. You want to keep it that simple? Fine. But I think there should be an asterisk there, like any sort of follow up, like. I don't know I guess then everyone would just do the asterisk version of it like uh, if, if they perhaps didn't take as big of a share for for what do you call like the the things you pay for inside of the, the apps the yeah. in-game purchases or whatever which is what app or sorry which is what Epic was trying to do it's like hey you can get the in, internal game money stuff if you just buy it through your webs our website it'll still apply to your account but you don't pay Apple as much mm-hmm. then everyone would just do that I guess. I don't
2: know. Yeah, it's um, there's definitely a monopoly concern there because you know, it's basically Android and them, and Android is everyone else, mm-hmm. and and them, and so, I think given like their market share, you know, there's definitely concern about monopolizing, which you know has a greater impact on on individuals than just say if they were a smaller thing and they and they had their own ecosystem and. You know, they they weren't really capable of existing at the scale that could push other people out and Mm -hmm. say, hey, if you're not on iOS, your product isn't going to survive. That's a concern now for applications, you know. Um, You can't just be on Android. Like, it's it's not possible. Um, So I think given that the scale of their enterprise has reached that level, you know, there's definitely... It changes the conversation, I think, than if it was just another player in a in a in a sea of of you know possible distribution platforms.
3: Yeah, I think if you I mean if you could if you could use a different store on that on your iPhone, then Apple could charge. I'd say Apple could charge whatever percentage they want to, but you can't use a different store on your phone. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. on Steam takes. I don't know what it's like twenty percent, thirty percent. I think it's somewhere around there.
2: Thirty. You can use. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you can use good old games. You can use Epic. You can use other game launchers. You don't have to use Steam. So they can charge whatever they want. But when you like, if that's the only one you can use and you aren't yeah. allowed to use any others, it starts to get real yeah. dicey.
4: Yeah, and it's like, I, I have a problem with that. But also to, to your second question about should you be allowed to install apps from third party stuff, it's like, I feel like that is a little bit more complicated because then that opens the door to to, you know, viruses and stuff like that. I like the fact that I cannot install anything on my iPhone that I can't get through the store, so Mm -hmm. that way Mm -hmm. I know every single app that's on my phone has already been vetted.
3: And they probably say, you can install whatever you want on your iPhone, you just have to remove iOS.
4: Yeah, or or jailbreak it. You know, that's (laughs) the actual other option that I have done before, and it works. Then you actually do have access to all these other tools. You can basically emulate Android. You can't tell me that's not against their
2: terms of service, though. Uh,
4: I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably hilarious. right,
2: hundred
3: yeah,
4: percent. Yeah, but as as I, don't know, like, I don't know, like I don't know how well they can police it. I guess that's what I, where my head was going. It's like you you probably can't update your phone anymore, but you know whatever, it still works. You, I mean, I don't.
0: Yeah. Do you know those following apps that you could download and see like who's unfollowing you and all of that? I've never. Used yeah, those. so you can download an app and it literally puts all of your Instagram stuff in there and it can show you. How many people unfollowed you? Who unfollowed you? Who has mm. you blocked? All of that. And right. I had a okay. friend who just downloaded one of those apps, and it immediately hacked her Instagram and took it over. Oh, wow. Okay, and it was so that's slightly
4: different. Yeah. That's like within this whole uh, <laughs> operating system. She probably gave it
3: her username and password, didn't
0: she? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <She> immediately <laughs> well, yeah. freaked out. Because <laughs> like
4: when you when you agree to like they actually tell you all right. This is what we're going to have access to. And you have to literally hit. Okay. And so that's why it frustrates me sometimes whenever I'm trying to like, I, I forget what, but like, say allow YouTube to be signed in on my, my TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we want to be able to look at all of your video search history and we mm-hmm. want to be able to post things on your behalf. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's was like, like then
3: no YouTube on your TV. <laughs>
4: yeah. And this, that is the actual answer, but. It's just the way it's phrased that way. Like, they need that sort of access to be able to activate like one small feature. Mm. The YouTube on a TV thing is a bad example, but you Which know. It's honestly
3: a kind of a crappy system. It's either get more specific with your wording or, you know, hold developers accountable if you are policing your platform to not be able to just be like, oh, I'm lazy. I'm just going to have every single checkbox come up. Uh, full access to all your stuff and root access to drives. Cool. Just, you I don't have to like, bother. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the amount of access
4: we just give away for free is oh yeah creepy. Especially like the
0: mm-hmm. jargon that's like popping up. I'm like um, blah, blah blah blah. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take my ninety nine cents. Sounds great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's so, another uh, Google yeah. product that was killed, Nico. Tilt Brush. Oh, that's
3: right. Yeah. WTF, Ooh. Google? But okay, I do
4: <laughs> think Tilt Brush is still a up thing. Rico. You know, yeah. it's not like they just removed it from the internet entirely. I do think you can still get access to Tilt Brush. I'm not exactly sure how. They gave it to somebody or open sourced it or maybe, something Maybe, Yeah, that. maybe it's free now. So actually, maybe it's better. Well, it was always free. but It was 20 bucks. No. I'm pretty sure it was always free. Uh, I Tilt remember not getting it, getting it because I didn't want to pay 20 bucks for it.
3: <laughs> well, then it was shortly free thereafter when nobody bought it. <laughs> maybe it's free now that
4: Google's <laughs> killed it.
2: <laughs> also, yes. Google Cardboard. Yeah, well, there you have it. Well, that was kind of a that was kind of a gag to begin with. I mean, kind of YouTube messages. It was never like fully serious, but oh,
3: they killed YouTube for Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> Here's one.
2: Here's one. Did you guys ever use this one? Dodgeball. No. Dodgeball was a location-based social network where users texted their location to the service, and it notified them of friends and points of interest nearby.
0: Hmm. Scary. I uh, think I
2: remember
3: this one. But Snapchat
0: did that, Here's too. one
3: that we all actively okay. used. Hangouts. Yep. That's oh, right. just, yeah, That's right. Yeah. It just killed
2: that like two yeah. months ago.
0: Really? Hangouts. Google
4: mm-hmm. Hangouts are
3: not is, dead. It's weird because w- what Google, I feel like they're trying to do is like, they're trying to come up with their iMessage and their FaceTime. Like, what's our one brand name, like, messaging platform? What's our one brand name video platform? Currently, they're like, uh, Hangouts. Wait, no. Damn it. Uh, Duo. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God dang it. Uh, me. <laughs> Uh, voice <laughs> the Neat. messages messages uh, youtube messages yeah. like, imagine imagine for a moment here if we change our channel name every year because we couldn't decide whether that was a good
2: one <laughs> it's like no or we, on, have, or we have we have eight channels that all make the same content just slightly <laughs> differently
4: <laughs> oh that's another one google jump this mm-hmm. is one that most of you are probably going to be unfamiliar with but they basically developed this really intense, crazy system that converted a an array of GoPros into a single 360 image that That's was 3D right. no mm. matter where you looked.
1: Wow. And that
4: is pretty crazy because I got really into trying to make like 360, 3D uh, video over the last multiple times over the last several years. And you'd you'd you can make three D video by having two different lenses pointing straight forward. It's okay, put a couple GoPros together. 3D video. It's great. And people, what people start trying to do is they would put little pairs of GoPros looking this way, pair of GoPros looking this way, and then basically stitch it all together to make a 360 image. But it was never quite good. You'd be like, all right, it's pretty good this way, it's pretty good that way, but in between the two ways, your eyes are like kind of cross-eyed and it's weird. So we
2: used we used Google Jump. Sorry. We go did. Ahead.
4: Yes, we did. Yeah. So basically imagine instead of having all these pairs that are looking in a general in a specific parallel direction. Every single camera in a ring is pointed directly outwards from the center of that ring. So you have all these cameras that are basically going pointed this way, that way, that way, you know, like hands of a clock. And what Google did was they basically would take, I think it was like 32 cameras. You would literally plug in the SD cards from all 32 cameras, offload all the footage onto the Google servers. They would process it for like two straight days and then send you a download link where you'd have the left and right eye perfectly set so that no matter which direction you looked it was always perfectly 3d in that direction and it was crazy
2: they brought over a a 3d printed gopro rig Mm -hmm. that was a that was about i don't know maybe 18 inches yeah uh, a little smaller It was like a medium pizza yeah (laughs) and uh this thing yeah you had you had each individual gopro faced vertically Mm -hmm. directly Um, outwards
4: pointed directly outwards
2: yeah, in in an array, and then all their cables running into the center. That, yeah, and no, then... and it's
4: actually a genius idea, because what they're doing is they're basically pulling slices from each lens, each camera, for a specific view. So imagine you have this camera pointed that way, and then this camera pointed this way, but you're trying to look at this one piece over here. So this <clears> camera, <throat> you know, even though they're all pointed outwards... You can still get a 3D image from it by pulling this slice that's pointed that way and this slice that's pointed parallel. So like this camera over here is looking that way and then that camera over there is also pointed that way. I mean, is that and kind you're of able like to a basically video... synthesize a brand new image from all of those slices? Yeah, it was really really cool thing and no one else has come close to doing it and no one else can do it now. Mm.
2: Isn't that like uh, basically a video version of a photo scan effectively?
4: No, no. It was a uh, a photo scan is a little is is a very different process that involves like actual 3D geometry and whatnot. Uh I think
0: sounds like a jank insta three sixty, honestly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta I,
3: see it to get it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Part of it is that I think 360 video is overrated if mm-hmm. you're trying to consume it the way it's meant to be consumed. I love 360 cameras. Insta360 is an incredible company in my opinion. I love their cameras. But I rarely actually use what they give me. Uh rather I rarely use what the cameras give me for like, oh, 360 video. You can look anywhere. I can look behind me. Like no one actually really wants to sit in a chair and like, oh wow, look. I'm I can see video behind me yeah. with a VR headset. But 3D, on the other hand, I do think is critical Mm. to the future of media Mm. because that depth information is a big deal. Um, We see it in video games and VR. We don't see it in in video typically, unless you're at a 3D movie, which no one (laughs) seems to really want to do. do. making
0: 3D, um, (laughs) like, what is that? Like in Times Square, headboard? uh, Billboards, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, okay.
4: So I know what you're talking about. That's not technically 3D. That's a perspective trick Mm. where they're like, all right, People are probably going to be looking at this billboard from about this spot or yeah. so. So we're going to render it out as if we're viewing it from this spot and we're going to play with the space a little bit. Yeah. And it's an awesome illusion that actually works. It and looks it's pretty really cool. cool. Like,
0: it was like a hand coming out and there was one that had a car crashing and then a yeah. glass coming mm-hmm. out. But it was definitely like, okay, I have to be facing the car this way. Yeah. In yeah. Order yeah. To get all that. I do really okay. like
4: that. That's a little bit of like projection mapping kind of.
2: I got another one. This is a big one, ladies and gentlemen. YouTube Gaming
3: oh right i remember going to like the youtube gaming show after e3 i have some youtube gaming socks actually
1: youtube (laughs) gaming
3: lasted less time than my socks i still have the socks and they don't have any holes in them (laughs) and i wear them about once a month there's a youtube
2: gaming uh coaster i believe in that room that you guys are in
3: yeah it's right by christian i believe wait really no i remember remember upstairs in the uh, other office yeah it's it's upstairs never mind Okay. yeah that was because <laughs> yeah,
4: google gaming that was when sorry youtube gaming that was when they were trying to compete
2: with twitch right yeah
4: and now it's just you can still stream on youtube but there's less of a
3: marketed approach to it for gaming yeah yeah it remember was those, specifically remember
2: those... designed as a competitor to twitch
3: yeah because of course they needed if somebody else has been successful they need to get in there and shove their way
2: <laughs> right <laughs> like right you need to bring every their other giant 800 pound gorilla body into a <laughs> tiny room
3: I mean, but all of the
2: big guys do that. I know, but uh, I don't like
3: it. (laughs) I, I wish the people at these companies would apply a little bit of, like, should we's to their questions of can we's.
2: Well, have you ever... Watch Silicon Valley. Of course, I love
3: that show. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean the the guy the guy that plays the head of Google is the epitome that they epitomize that in his role. It's it's a constant. He's Newsom. constantly just in yeah. Nelson,
4: no, <laughs> ho, ho. Gavin <laughs> I Newsom. I just said our governor.
2: <laughs> I'm sure Gavin Gavin Newsom Gavin would like Belson. to be that guy. Belson. I'm sure. Yeah, um, so that's that's his character in a nutshell.
3: There's another like aspect of kill the Google things that I, I see happening little by little that makes me pretty wary, and they've killed a lot of things that made their search engine a better search engine, but made it so they were less able to control you, because the the better the search engine gets, the less they can direct your searches to the people that paid money for ads or the sites they want you to see. So they used to have the ability to search forums, to search discussions, and yeah. in a Internet, there's like 99% bullshit and bots and copy pasted articles. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to learn a really obscure 3D technique Hmm. or like if you have a really strange bug in your 3D program and you're trying to search for a very specifically like phrased or worded thing in it, like the first results that come up are usually the most generalized basic ass like oh like blender donut tutorial and i'm searching like how do i take these nerves and turn convert them to like four sided polygon you know it's like usually you, you go for something really technical and it gives you like the like layman's approach uh you know for results so like you know here's a times article about how 3d was used in marvel movies like which is made for like general audiences when they're just killing time and trying to like read away you know some minutes of the day on the internet but in terms of, like actually being a tool for knowledge it stops being that And the thing is, like, these days you get so much crap that's just people constantly copying and pasting articles to put on news sites because of the way how Google indexes pages. They need to be updated. They need to be current. So people literally just content farm where they're just going to grab an old article from someone else, copy it, paste it, change some words, call it a day, which means that your information is constantly degrading like it's a lossy codec, you know, filming a video over and over off of a screen. Your information is constantly degrading and none of it's new information. It's just the same information being repeated. And so in order to get away from all that and like actually get some real discussions, some real words written by real people, I would always just search the Google discussions search. Cause then you'd actually get somebody like giving like an honest review of a product. Like, Hey, this is the thing I have. I bought this bike. Here's what I like about it. Here's what I don't like about it versus some BS advertiser written PR release that's, you know, pin pasted on a thousand websites and of yeah, course, they, they killed it. It's like a but Reddit? Nico, Anything, any discussion. They let you search you any. Well, you could use other search engines, right? No one else had a discussion search like that. Uh, it's actually you, fully dead. You
2: can't monetize that.
3: You can't monetize it. That's right. Mm. Something that's actually and if a useful tool. You can't monetize
2: it. You can't Google it.
3: You know what they also killed right away is their encrypted search. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, here's an ability to search without being tracked. Oops, I'll get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's dead. Yeah, we, we can't sell that back to <laughs> advertisers, so uh, can we just get rid of that?
4: Oh, no. I didn't even realize they killed uh, the Google URL shortener.
2: Yeah. That's another, that's another one. I was like, let's go and let's
3: bully you know Bitly, let's that, steal a bunch yep, of their user base, was,
2: hurt their the company. Sh- URL shortener hype phase. And then we'll kill
4: yeah.
0: ours,
2: thereby,
4: yeah, you know. The Google URL shortener was almost 10 years old. It's wow. super useful. Why kill it? Just let it sit. Let it be a thing. I think they sold it. No.
3: No, like killed it. Killed
4: it. Oh yeah, it. YouTube annotations.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To well, be fair, they were still figuring
3: out YouTube at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: We use an app for our security cameras here called Nest. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's concerning to see that they killed that eight months ago. <laughs> oh, Jordan, can you explain?
2: Can you explain the process of that service now to everybody? How it works? Well. <sighs> cuz you can't you can't uh you can't talk to anybody right so we
0: <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> so we have our security cameras and we also have the way to get into the door and now the the software still works perfectly fine like mm-hmm. i can go in and still add and take away numbers and people coming in but there's no there's no phone number there's no one to talk to there's no customer service <laughs> the, yeah. all I can find is like Reddit conversations of like yeah they're gone they're out like I don't know where they went so what? I mean we're still like we're still rocking with them. I don't know how long. But then that's completely separate. That's Wink. That's a whole other one. So now that's there's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's for the doors. And then we have security <laughs> cameras that Google killed eight months ago. So I guess like, there's no one to call for that either. Wait, Google Nest? Is, yeah. Google Nest is dead? Yeah. Yeah, it said about eight months ago. <laughs> no. Wait, it barely ago. even started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, though. That I thought. Yeah, it said it was three years old. And then Nest they killed
2: Secure killed eight months ago. Nest Secure was a security system with a, an alarm keypad and monitor sensor with an, embedded oh, microphone. That's Google Nest Secure. secure. Yeah, well, okay, that's different than Google more. Nest. Yeah. It works with Nest you know, API. I believe there is Google. I think Nest, Nest is too. still a thing. Nest is still
3: alive. Nest Google Nest still... Secure is dead. Oh, okay. oh okay. so
0: but you know, what? every time I log in, it wants me to make a new thing through wants Google. Wants you to make a Google
3: Plus account. Mm. So that. So I think <laughs> it's
0: connected somehow because every time I'm like, mm, not now, and oh. I think
3: panoramio is dead panoramio is my go-to for matte paintings where i just like panoramio is basically you go to a map it was also it used to be also google maps had image search on the map where uh any geotagged images you could search them oh cool which is super useful they killed it i don't know why uh (laughs) probably because it's too effective at getting you what you wanted <laughs> and once again, they couldn't direct you towards where they wanted you to go. Um, so Panoramio was basically high quality like nature photos, or basically like photos taken on locations, Tagged with GPS, similar okay. to the Google Map uh, search. Except they were like all high quality photos, like you know really crisp, 1080p yeah. plus. So like if you wanted a picture of mountains for your map painting, you just go to a spot in like Switzerland, pull up Panoramio, and see what pictures have been tagged, and then you can find some great mountain pictures. Um, oh my yeah. god, I
2: got a good one. That one's yeah. There. What is it? chromecast audio oh yeah you guys may have never heard of this but basically it's a it's a hardware that plugs into basically any um audio box that will connect to it and then you connect to the chromecast audio piece of hardware like via bluetooth and you can play anything into that uh speaker system Mm. without like any sort of additional applications or bluetooth or anything um, yeah, I think they probably
4: realized uh, that that hardware was probably going to go extinct very shortly, and they're like, yeah, yeah this is a lost cause.
0: <laughs> but then there's still just regular Chromecast. Oh, yeah, no,
4: Chromecast itself is still a
0: yeah. thing. I, I I've used the Chromecast for years. As a, that works so well with the LG TVs.
3: Just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys remember all those Chromebook uh, ads we did? Yeah. Yeah. Those don't longer exist either.
1: <laughs> Wait, the,
3: the the Chromebooks don't exist. Chromebook pixels are dead. They don't make them anymore.
2: There are certain pixels that still exist, I think.
3: The Chromebooks, yeah, but I think the Chromebook pixels are done. So
0: like, what you you what There's do you Google use? What I have book. is
3: a I have a Chromebook Pixel uh, upstairs. Um, huh? Yeah, imagine paying a thousand dollars for a computer, then two years later the company just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> we're done.
2: We're uh, yeah, we're, we're done here.
3: I was hoping this was the hardware would last longer than two years, but you guys currently <laughs> just uh, are done. So okay.
2: Another thing I used <laughs> to use was Google News and weather, and 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 uh, they had Google Play Newsstand as well. Mm-hmm. They got News rid of Stand. all that and brought it into Google News. Um, so I, guess I do like Google News efficiency though. Efficiency thing, but yeah. yeah,
3: consolidation perhaps. How about Gmail? Uh, Google Mail Inbox. Remember? So I have Gmail. I, didn't, I don't remember. I don't even know what that is. Well, so I've been using Gmail for like ten years, right? Yeah longer than that now and google for a while has this thing like let's rearrange the ui it's like please stop it's me and millions of other people are doing just fine <laughs> how it is i don't like change <laughs> well at a certain point when it's something as simple as email no i i'm, I'm agreeing. <laughs> you don't need to rearrange those five buttons to be in different spots it doesn't help me um yeah <laughs> so they came out with google inbox which is them trying to be like okay we're gonna try to make it fancier so that like you know it's organized a little bit differently and then like Messages that we think are more important are going to be organized, be on top, and like, you know, things will be highlighted. and It's like, yeah. Oof. So you're getting rid of just the simple chronological organization? It's like, yeah, we're going to have it be all smart and algorithmic. It's like, no thanks. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> just, I need my emails to be in chronological order. Thank you very much. <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah.
0: Wait, okay. Maps or Google Maps? Just oh, Google
4: Maps. Google Maps, yeah.
3: Yeah. Go-
0: Everyone is Google Maps here? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah 100%. Okay. Google, Google Maps almost made me quit them when they started. Uh, they started bugging me about once a week to add my contacts to Google Maps, yeah. and I was like, "If this happens yeah. more than like two or three more weeks, I will uninstall Google Maps and never use
2: it again." Hmm. Google Maps was asking you to add contacts.
3: Yeah. I, I hate the idea that somebody else who I'm sure has me in the contacts list has added me like as I uploaded their contacts or something. So it's like you know every company gets my phone number now with my name paired because some other person I was like whatever, <laughs> and they share their yeah. contacts with you know Google, Google Maps Facebook. Has never something. asked
2: me to add uh, contacts. That's Probably because you're
3: already sharing them because you're on an Android phone.
2: How uh, dare you, Nico? I mean, that's oh, actually there. true i dare like, like legit though <laughs> i'm gonna check right now there's no way
3: your your contacts are a hundred percent shared on google maps you had <laughs> an android phone how dare you. <laughs> it's built into the system Wait, so, how I've dare never, you i've never
2: enjoyed me
4: <laughs> so apple maps is what you're you're comparing google That's maps I, to.
0: I use good old apple maps
4: mm-hmm. uh i mean i might in the near future they made a Big huge improvement to it with the most recent ha, WWDC.
2: Ha, ha. Nico. Did not, allowed location, denied camera, contacts, microphone, storage. What's up?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, you got me. Through Google Maps, but also all of the other Google services you use, every single one of them has those options too. So one of them might have fallen Name another the one, Ren.
2: Name another one.
4: Google Settings. Settings.
2: What do you mean settings?
4: I don't know. I'm just, I'm making it up. I'm. What my <laughs> point is that
2: like he was looking for Google's to... <laughs> like fingers are so deep in the pie right one. now because every I deny I deny deny deny. I,
4: I do too. I I always like try to deny
3: deny when I can. You um, can. <laughs> <Ken. sighs> so many things. It's really kind of too bad. Like you don't find success if you give up one or two years into it. It's not even enough time to go to college and get a degree. You know,
0: <laughs> <It's like>, associates. <laughs> That's about it.
3: I think what's the saying is like most buildings fail. Eighty percent of buildings fail two years in, then the uh, eighty the percent of the rest of them fail five years in. Yeah, but what's that? <laughs> what's that other? Uh, what's that other phrase though, where it's like early bird gets the worm?
4: No, no, no. it's not a <laughs> phrase. Uh, it's more it's a fallacy. Mm. Like the sunk cost fallacy, I think. Oh right. Where it's like, oh, we put in this much time, we should just at least see it through the, the end. Sunk like cost if, fallacy. Yeah, but if you actually take a step back and actually really kind of try to you know understand whether or not this is working where it's going and if you conclude that it's not going to go anywhere
3: there's no reason to continue true but i think here's the problem with applying a sunk cost fallacy to this is so let's say let's say so you're on top of a cliff and there's somebody at the bottom of the cliff and you're like i need to figure out a way to get you up here like throw it on the rope you're like okay you throw it on the rope and you're like you're holding on to it and they're climbing up the cliff <clears throat> But the halfway up they're like it's too slow Sunk cost fallacy, and you let go of the rope. while well, people are still holding on to it. <laughs> like, that's that's what's happening with a lot of this stuff is like they want you to launch a product and have thousands of people using it, and then to kill it two years into those people using it who have paid you money with an understanding. Like, that's who starting pays to pay Google money. Ask all those pro stadia subscribers. Pro stadia. So, wait, are they
0: killing them and then just using like the same patents to go make another?
3: No, they're just done. So they're
0: just Who paid the patents Google? are done. No, they're not selling the patents. They
3: might, they might. Well, they must be making it's more right. about the this, the tools, the software, the things they've made. It's a little less about the patents and more about just putting in the there's work also a the demand product. for all
4: the developers and coders and engineers yeah. behind the scenes. They're like, we need you guys that's for true. something actually useful. Uh, that's not probably Google not plus. a consideration
2: <laughs> that we've made at this point. So that's that's a significant consideration, I think. I, I do know. think each
4: product is. You know, if they have a team of developers behind them, those products are burning cash.
2: Yeah.
3: Just if you do actually go through with launching a product that people have paid money for, you need to put in more time than you initially want to to support those people that have been your customers and paid for this product or service that you've promised. Like you just you can't just stop the moment you stop making profit when people have had an exchange with you. You know, like if we have a business arrangement or a contract and the moment, the moment I'm like, oh, this is tough. (laughs) Like, I can't just (laughs) walk away right then, you know, which is what, you know, I'm sure it's not that simple for these products, but in a way it also is because it's Google. I mean, they do have lots of resources. They do have money. Some of these things, like, for example, custom Google Maps, I had years worth of Boundary Waters trips I've done drawn on these maps. Mm. So I go back and revisit them and we have like, you know, little things marked and they just killed it. I was like, well. Yeah, but
2: Nico, you're you you you're not part of a company that's trading uh 1,641 billion market cap at two thousand dollars a share. <laughs> Wait, one thousand? You mean trillion? They're, so yeah, trillion? One one point six trillion. Yeah. Oh, 0. one thousand billion.
3: Trillion. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like when I mean, things cost money, what are you gonna do?
2: <laughs> Just have a okay. trillion dollars? <laughs> here's one. Here's one uh, along the lines of our eight hundred pound gorilla theory neighborly Mm. neighborly was a mobile app designed to help you learn about your neighborhood by asking other residents uh find out about local services and facilities in your area from people who live around you does that sound like anything else facebook
3: (laughs) next door yeah Yeah. there's a little like let's shove us elbow our way in
2: (laughs) we'll call it neighborly
3: imagine so what sorry go on imagine you're you're standing there on the nice bend of a beautiful river you take out your canvas you start painting this really great picture of this landscape and somebody else comes in like hi i'm gonna paint here too i like your spot and they set up right next to you and start painting You're like whoa and they kind of push you out of the way and they kind of in front of you and they're in your field of view it's like oh cool Thanks. here's another
2: one google, <laughs> google tv oh google man tv was the smart tv platform that integrated android and chrome oh, i remember that active television overlay
3: freddie had a google tv back in the day it was actually really nice and then i guess they just decided that being the front leading men on or being being the front's people on like a brand new yeah. technology is you're like that's too hard we want to copy other people not come up with it ourselves what was
0: the idea behind <laughs> it what would you do it was smart just a smart TV. tv it was a smart tv before yeah.
3: smart TVs were a thing and it was great it worked wonderfully you could pull up youtube on it and like search stuff it was really cool it was before youtube was actually on your tv and then they're just like, oh, we're just going to let everybody catch up to us and stop doing this. So, so what's the like, deal? Yeah, with...
2: The logistics of television just manufacturing is not, not we're not <laughs> going to do that.
4: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. That's, yeah. But like Stadia, like uh, mm-hmm. the streaming video game platform, everyone purchased it. You could buy the, the controller, it came with the subscription, but you didn't come with the games. You still had to buy the games. Mm <laughs> hmm. That Which I you don't know heard died, like they canceled that. It ended up going under. But then I also hear that they're still focusing on it behind
3: the scenes. It's still actually alive Stadia and well. Is still around. I would definitely not say it's alive and well.
2: It is still around. Yep.
3: It's like Movie Pass in the last couple of months. I was like, no, everything's good. Oh Please God, don't try to use about it though. Movie Pass. <laughs> 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 Dude, I bought yeah, a yeah, year. Nothing
2: to see here. <laughs> I bought a
4: year's subscription to M- MoviePass or a year's access I that guess. Was bold. It was like 10 bucks a month so I just paid 120 bucks and I was like all right all I got to do is go see at least 10 movies mm-hmm. and I will have made my money back and I did. I watched 10 movies over the course of a few months and then I ended up not really I ended up I don't know I I didn't go for like 8 months. <laughs> <laughs> and it it canceled at the end of it so it didn't like auto renew which would have killed me but Yeah, and then ever since then, it just like yeah, MoviePass just their offerings started getting
3: worse and worse. Yeah, you couldn't go at certain times, couldn't go to certain Mm -hmm. theaters. It was that was because AMC was like they got their own pass. MoviePass was really just a precursor to the streaming platforms that we see now. In a way, it's like I'm not I don't really want to pay 15 bucks a ticket to go to the theater and watch a Disney movie. I would rather pay 15 bucks a month for Disney Plus, you know, and get the movies when they come out on Disney Plus. And you can still do the theater thing. Like, that's great. But, like, I feel like a company would also find it more valuable to have somebody subscribe for $15 a month. Because, do you really go see a movie once a month? It's like, no. And of the $15 you I spend, how to. much of that actually goes to the studio? I suppose. I mean, it really to. depends on the person.
0: Definitely used to. All you yeah.
3: dads are not going to be
4: going to the movie <laughs> theaters once a month. Unless you're yeah. the kind of dad who needs to be able to get out of the house with your wife on a date
3: night at least once a month. I do feel like We're going everybody. You go to
2: the that- movies, honey. <laughs> I
3: do feel like everybody that bought a movie pass actually used it enough to make up for the cost of the movie pass, which is what killed them. Yeah. I, no, they are banking on everyone not doing that. Here, here's a pro tip for all you CEOs out there. If your business plan, to, your road to profit is you banking on people not using your product, uh, you might have a flaw in your business
2: plan. It's called, it's called a short sell, Nico.
3: So, <laughs> so movie pass, people subscribe, they'll use it for a month and they'll stop. And then we'll just keep making money once a month and they keep subscribing because they are not using it. It's like, what if people use it? It's like, no. Yeah.
0: How do you feel about we'll
4: how do you feel about like say Disney charging like thirty bucks for a new movie that just drops instantly on I their platform? I think that's
3: goofy. It's,
4: it's weird, right? It's yeah. like people buy it, and and, yeah. and and it's like all right. Again, it's the competition thing. They put up the money. Sure, I mean you could charge what you want. People are obviously paying for it, but I just can't imagine.
3: It's a road sp- to piracy, and Disney's playing uh, playing with fire if they keep doing that. I mean, yeah, but it's also an accessibility. That was whole, that was uh, Gabe
4: Newell's whole thing from Steam. Or rather, Valve is that like piracy is just a, a supply problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you can get the supply, people don't care about the cost.
3: Mm. Uh, I mean, cost is part of the supply, but like if people for free can do a better job of distributing your thing digitally than you can, like then you're going to lose to piracy. Like that was the problem back in the day. If like there was no reason that these companies couldn't have streaming platforms for their movies outside of their convoluted, you know, licensing Contract. things on TV sometimes. Yeah, But beyond that, like, if literally a kid in Scandinavia can rip your file and get it up on a torrent and make it accessible for anybody in the world to download the next day, and you're not doing that as a company, you are underserving your customers. Yeah, you but know? torrenting stuff is a little harder than the average Joe is ready to
4: do.
1: Eh, uh, I don't know about that. Not
4: really. I don't know about that. It's pretty easy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, again, we're on a we're a futurism podcast here, <laughs> so obviously everyone listening can handle doing that sort of thing. But think about how stupid most people are. Period. (laughs) Like, they're not going to be able to torrent anything. Being able to, like, they could barely get Disney Plus on their TV. They're not going to be pirating stuff. They're going to be like, oh, I guess I got to pay my 30 bucks for (laughs) Mulan. I saw the the funniest
2: meme uh, the other day. It was like, it was some Indian politician and he was like talking to the. I don't know if he was actually saying these words or if somebody dubbed it with text, but he's like, democracy is basically government. By the people, for the people. The only problem is people are stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, that's human kind in a nutshell.
2: Right? Okay, here's, no. a, here's another one. Here's okay. another one Google Clips.
3: I actually don't know Google Clips. I'm going to guess okay. it's a video thing.
2: Yes. Editing software. Google Clips was a clip on camera. That could oh. automatically capture interesting or relevant video clips determined by machine learning. I algorithms. do remember that actually. It it sounds are. kind of interesting.
3: Oh, they cool. They killed the Measure app for Android. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great tool on the iPhone. I love it. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if Apple kills it too. Actually, no, Apple's pretty good about supporting things long beyond their usefulness. As long as they get
1: their 30. Yeah. yeah. Man. I mean, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I like the, Apple. the devil needs his pound I like Apple of flesh. Too for my
3: my only qualm against Apple is the 30% on the App Store I think I na- now's the yeah. time for them to change that because when like Epic showed up and it's weird that people are like so anti-Epic games like considering that Steam really could use some competition and it's good for everyone yeah like the moment Absolutely. Epic showed up Steam lowered their uh, their cut yeah. Their, like, yeah Epic's like we do, we don't need to take 30% Like we really technically don't need a lot of this money. We're making plenty of money on Fortnite. So we'll take 10% or 15%. And that seems like uh, 20% is what we'll take, not 30. Like wonderful. Awesome. Like there's, there's no way for that to happen on on iOS, which Apple has made sure. I think it comes down to brand
4: loyalty and how stubborn people are about it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, and it's not even that they, they specifically really like this brand. It's that they're stubborn and it's all they, they know. It's all they've used. I've only ever used steam. I've never used this new thing. I don't want this new thing. It's the worst thing. It's like yeah. it just no kind of raises up
2: so quickly. No new things. No new, <laughs> no new things.
3: things. <laughs> As opposed
4: to like taking a step back and understanding, oh, this competition is good for everyone. Even yeah. if I don't ever use it, I'm glad it exists because it makes the platform that I do want to use you have to kind of step up the game. It. It's the main reason mm-hmm. why I hate that there's no one-wheel competition.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: You know, like Future Motion needs a competitor so that everyone succeeds
3: but they're living S- off that they're living that 14 year uh patent hi- yeah they're they're, right they're riding
4: that patent wave
2: riding yeah. that patent wave now right, don't get me wrong a... i love me some
4: future motion but here's i, I right. would love me another one wheel i would love me a better one wheel
2: <laughs> yeah oh,
0: snap. look oh, our, ra-
2: our loyalty is fickle <laughs> uh, here's one i bet they wish they didn't get rid of google flu trends mm. okay this this one mm. allowed you to Interesting. Uh, Google Flu Trends was a service attempting to make accurate predictions about flu activity.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, Yeah, they should bring that back. That that would have been uh, pretty useful about uh, 18 months ago.
3: (laughs) Yeah, they they canned that along with the whole uh, pandemic preparedness group at the government. So, you know, (laughs) it's like, I never use my seatbelt. Why would
2: I even need... never, like, I've never had to use my airbags. Why did I put them in my car? I've never been in a car accident, so why do I need airbags? This is stupid. (laughs) Like, I'm
3: good enough to not need seatbelts. It's like, oh, yeah, race car drivers don't wear (laughs) seatbelts.
2: Right? That's how it works? That's Yeah, that's how it works. They don't have five straps covering their body. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a
4: seatbelt. Yeah, that's a a harness. (laughs) Race car drivers do not use seatbelts. That's true. They use harnesses. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Google Reader. Hey, what does that one sound like? Sounds like a Kindle, maybe? Google Re- Wait, I thought it was a competitor to uh, PDF Reader. Oh. No, it was Our an Google RSS read- Atom feed aggregator operated by Google.
3: Remember when oh. it was all about RSS feeds? Yeah, I, mean, I never, I never used RSS Neither feeds. Neither did
2: I, because it just seems like,
3: you I mean just a conglomeration of blog posts? Well, funny spot. enough,
2: that's that's how we distribute this podcast when it's not on YouTube, is via RSS feed. <laughs> it must, must be a thing where, like,
3: you know, the techie people you behind distribute the scenes. All,
2: that's how you distribute all podcasts still. is Even if you're using a service, you still need – that that service will create an RSS feed for you.
3: So it ended up being more of a behind-the-scenes infrastructure thing than, like, a customer-facing Yeah, feature.
2: Yeah, it's very much an infrastructural thing. Hmm. YouTube video editor was killed. Yep.
3: Wow, that's weird. So it's like, on one hand, TikTok goes ahead and makes editing videos really accessible and easy and has a platform blow up because people can make more content. Yeah. And then uh, YouTube's like, no.
2: <laughs> so, I mean. What if we didn't?
4: <laughs> part of me really wants to talk about TikTok right now.
1: Do
3: right. it. i have
4: five minutes <laughs> nico really wants to not talk about tiktok <laughs> no talk about tiktok i would love to talk about tiktok well, no, okay. so it's like it, it, I, i've been using tiktok a little bit over the last couple of months uh not as much as jenna she's gotten really into it and and i think everyone who uses it kind of understands the the black hole nature of tiktok it's like you get sucked in and it's like wow this is actually a pretty good video and then like you go to the next one wow this is also actually surprisingly good video and I might end up rehashing some of our conversation we had literally <laughs> yesterday. But uh, the way I see it is that TikTok is more than just like a social media platform. They actually nailed making a really good video editor.
1: Mm-hmm. because
4: On your phone. Yeah, they made being able to simply just edit a bunch of clips together, add sound, add music, add little extra pieces to it, be creative with it. They made the act of doing that really, really Easy. We
0: have a green screen feature. Yeah.
4: And so because of that, you have all of these people who maybe would never have, or sorry, you have all of these very creative people who maybe lacked the technical uh, knowledge or skill set to be able to use like an editing program on a computer or even have access to a computer potentially. Yeah. These are all people now Absolutely. that are like, oh, I have, I'm actually a really clever person. I'm actually a really funny person. And they're able to now make really funny and creative videos just using their phone. And TikTok is an editing program that has allowed that to happen, you know, and that's something that I've never really ever tried doing before in my life. It's like anytime I want to put up a video, I'll, you know, open up my editing program, maybe even an effects software, like throw something together and upload it uh, to these programs. Well, do you think
2: it's blown up so largely globally?
4: So that's one part of it. One part of it is the fact that now we're seeing uh, excellent content now. You know, all all of these people, like, the, the cream of the crop is really rising up. And so you're actually getting, on the one hand, really, really good content out there, uh, more so than I think uh, any of us here have really realized. And secondly, I think their algorithm is just so scary good at identifying who you are and what your interests are, which goes back to perhaps some problematic uh, morals. But, uh, you know... Eh. It's it's they, eh? that's they, what you have they, to say about
2: that? Is no, no, no. And? I mean I'm just saying it's like
4: they figure you out and at the end of the day it's like you're you're you continue to look at it and the more you look, the more they know who you are. Uh
2: yeah, yeah, do you think so that's good for humanity?
4: That's a question I don't think I'm capable of answering.
2: Have you guys watched the new Bo Burnham?
4: Uh I started watching it, but my wife wanted to stop watching it, so we stopped watching it.
0: Nice. Oh. Is <laughs> it because she was too busy watching, watching one of the TikTok? most
4: amazing?
3: creations
0: I've We got We got seen. like
4: 15 20 minutes in. <laughs> I was enjoying it. I think it's pretty good. But it just wasn't the vibe for our night.
2: I yeah, think. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> movie is she only was, movie. She was watching TikTok videos wasn't she? That's why she didn't want to watch it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, In all honesty uh, everyone should definitely check it out. It's great. One dude by himself films and shoots and acts and does it. Uh, I love Bo Burnham. He is an incredible
4: individual. He is also an OG YouTuber. Hmm. Started up on YouTube, you know, 12, 13 years ago. Uh, Yeah. You know, there's a a, a crew of like a dozen creators from like the late 2000s, 2008 era who... Lonely
3: Island is kind of in that realm too. I mean, kind
4: of. Lonely Island was SNL.
3: Well, before SNL, they were uh, Channel 101. Okay,
4: sure, but... The idea of like, you know, okay, you're a funny person, you're a creative person, but no one is helping you. You got to, you know, do it yourself. Mm -hmm. And YouTube was amazing for that. YouTube literally created a bit of a cultural revolution in that regard. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we kind of don't really see as much of that these days. It's so huge. There's so much noise. Um, You know, there's so much corporate money uh, all over the place. It's kind of hard to tell what is or isn't a single person doing it all. But Bo Burnham is a single guy and it, I, I it really shines through in his special the fact mm. that it's just him doing all of it <laughs>
3: yeah it's pretty amazing stuff, and like from what I've seen, I should yeah say. the way I mean, it's really funny, it's really entertaining, it's insightful in many ways it's it's exactly Mike, my buddy Mike put it really well, right He thinks it's the the best creation to have come out of the the pandemic in terms of like the art and the the mm-hmm. media that was created during the pandemic like that's the one that like captures that moment uh in a really i guess poignant way poignant yeah 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 Oberdum's inside on netflix go check it out okay it's yeah so i, so I, so I want to finish it i do want to finish it his uh song about the internet it's uh could i interest you in a little bit of everything all of the time <laughs> <laughs> and like how that's just like heroin you know and just like and it's mainlined into you and like it started with, you know, kids like two years old. They get good at using an iPad and then, like now they're like eight, nine, ten, eleven years old and TikTok's a thing. It's like, it's just that. It's like mainlined it into my arteries, baby. Yeah. Give me the Do you data. you guys have
4: that sort of like internal debate where you're like, I want my kid to not have that sort of mental highway to this stuff, but also I don't want them to
3: be non-competitive later in life? Mm. I think there's a pretty big difference between letting your kid click on thumbnails on YouTube until they get tired of clicking on thumbnails and say, you know, understanding other human experiences aside from their own and how yeah. to use computers. I hear you. Yeah. Like, we don't yeah. we don't let Milo have, we don't let her hold the phone. Okay. And we only play, currently we only play uh, music videos by the Okie Dokie Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> where they sing about, like, dogs and horses and, like, ABC songs from only, like, Sesame Street or ABC Mouse. Like, okay. those are the yeah. only things we play for her. She gets, she gets like, 25 to 30 minutes a day at most. It's, like, screen time. Uh-huh. And, beyond, like, and we're always in control of it. Because we did, for a moment, like, you know, she would just watch video on the phone, but then it's like, oh, I swipe up, there's thumbnails, there's pictures. Well, click clicked them on one, a new video. Yeah, they, they <gasps> figured that Clicking out one, at about video.
2: 18 months. They figured yeah. that out. And that's yeah. where it's like,
3: huh. can't let her just go through it. And of course, then the ads start playing. And like now my like you know, two-year-old daughter is seeing ads and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, I don't want any of that. You can
4: maybe try something where it's like, you can put on uh, some, I don't know. I, I feel like you can maybe connect a phone to a second display that's not a touchscreen,
3: perhaps. Well, we, we do that. We, okay. we just cast it to our TV, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, the, you know, the thing is, like and this is something people talk about. Like, Well, when you're raising a kid, it's important for a kid to be able to understand how to deal with pain. Because you're going to have pain in your life, you know, and it starts with a a kid learning how to calm themselves down once they are crying, because that's not a thing that you can just do like you're crying and you're just crying, crying, crying. It's like you need to learn how to take control of that, chill out, take a breath and get over that natural reflex, right? Okay. Uh, Same thing like you need to learn how to fall asleep. You need to learn how to do these things that are... Important things to learn in life. And you only learn how to calm yourself down if no one else calms you down. Mm. If every time you get upset, someone else calms you down, then you are not equipped with the tools to handle that. Likewise with pain. If the first time you're feeling pain is when you're 25 years old, you're going to have a really tough time dealing with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like you need to. You need to learn that when you trip, it hurts. You need to learn no. that when you do something goofy, sometimes you cross the line and you fall over and you hurt yourself. Like, oh, I got you, that lesson down. Yeah. And when you do <laughs> hurt yourself, you need to learn how to deal with it. And it's not just pain in terms of like, I stubbed my toe, but it, there's emotional pains, there's frustrations, there's, oh, my hand's stuck, there's, I can't figure this out. Like, we have all these different types of pains in our life. And you know when you're raising a child, they need to experience those pains. And then they need to be learn how to deal with and handle those pains on their own. So one of the pains that we all encounter is boredom. And mm. if you are conditioned to never have to experience that pain, then you freak out when you get bored and you don't have right. access to the yep. thing. You know, your yeah. little morphine drip of the internet. And through boredom comes things like inspiration, thought, reflection, quiet, solitude, zen, meditation. Like yeah. you sleep, like you need to have boredom. You need to be comfortable with it. You need to know how to deal with it. And turn inwards, for example, or find something else to do or motivate yourself to do something else. And you can kill all of those muscles if every time you're bored, you immediately pull out your phone. Yeah. And especially if you're two years old when it happens.
0: So yeah, I find myself Good doing point. that a we'll lot. Put. Like even if you just say waiting outside your friend's apartment to open up the gate and you just whip it out and you have yeah. literally nothing to do. You're Mm -hmm. just scrolling, or you see someone coming down the street, and you pull out your phone, so you don't have to make eye contact. It's notice how many times.
2: Notice how many times you're in public and you're like in a waiting area or you're around you you, are around a stranger. I I over the last few years, I've just I've noticed that so significantly because the the first thing that most people do, not everybody does it, but first thing people do is they pull out their phone. Mm -hmm. It's like (laughs) I
4: mean, same for me. Like the moment I
3: have to wait. My phone appears out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Same. <clears throat> Same. Yep. And now you don't talk to each other. You don't. Yeah. You know.
0: I've definitely made it a habit when I'm walking around Glendale. I keep my phone in my pocket and I will purposely go like, hi, how are you? Even if they don't look at me because people are like, <laughs> yeah. what's the I, mean, I with enjoy this girl? Too, yeah. Human That's contact. Yeah. But like when I grew up, I grew up like right on the cusp of like. You talk to people, you play outside, and then, like, bam, the internet came. Mm-hmm. And then I had to even learn about the internet. But I miss it. I, I, I watch it so many times. I'm, I'm driving, and I see someone just waiting, and they just pull out their phone, and they're just... You just need to swipe through their apps, and I'm like, there's this whole world that you yeah. can be looking at. When I was a connecting. kid,
4: we would yeah. go on these road trips every summer. My dad would bank all of his year's vacation, and we would <laughs> spend it all over, like, two or three weeks. Uh, yes. And later on, when he got more vacation, we would take an entire month off, and we'd go on these long road trips from like Louisiana where I was living up to say like the tip of Maine or up to the tip of Washington and we'd take an entire month just camping every night and just driving the whole way and so my sister and I spent so much time sitting in the back of a truck doing nothing, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Oh my god, we we played we played our Tamagotchi to the point that they broke. and that was that was a treat because the year prior we didn't have anything. Uh, and then, like, I think the year after that, we finally got like Game boys, and that was that yeah. was a big deal. But like, you know, a game boy isn't gonna last you a full days of driving in the back. You still spend a significant amount of time just mm-hmm. sitting there. Staring out the window, looking at. I ended up coming up with like an imaginary friend a little bit, who was the cornfields. Whenever you're driving by a mm-hmm. cornfield, if you look at them, they have like these little legs that are running by. Yeah, and he was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely. would have never made that friend if you had yeah. TikTok. On uh, maybe your pocket. not cornfields, but definitely like sugarcane fields mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. any sort of like you know rows yeah. of fields. Yeah, your imagination definitely
0: does just keep going. Mm-hmm. You're in your thoughts rather than in a screen. Yeah, that was actually when I
4: started doing my earliest consideration of parallax. Mm-hmm. I really started thinking a lot about parallax. I didn't know what it was at the time. but I just remember thinking, like, why are the things in the distance moving slower than yeah. the things uh, in the foreground? Same, same. Yeah. I
3: remember. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Alas, wow. okay. That's. There you have it. Does we that real deep at old? the end there. That was great. Oh. Uh, I'm down for these philosophical questions. Remember, futurism, futurology. I don't know which term it is. leave a comment down below maybe we already asked this question maybe there's already a comment down below in a previous video we just didn't see it but I'd love to hear people's thoughts on what we talk about too I love reading the comments in the podcast they're always like a little deeper Mm -hmm. a little like more thought out like you know actual discussion it's really nice I think this this podcast may have been a little bit more on the depressing side we're just talking about a bunch of dead (laughs) products
2: (laughs) (laughs) well I better play a D minor then (laughs) (laughs) full circle
3: take us out Jake
2: if you're driving through a cornfield and you're thinking about parallax (laughs) um, is it on your phone or is it in all the mirrors or is it out the windows i don't know and is this a futurology or a futurist podcast let us know and get them deep cuts in the comments ladies and gentlemen because that's where it's at thank you for watching trutons croutons and uh we'll catch you guys here next week Yeah, thanks for listening,
4: everyone. Three, two, one.